0: Welcome to the Membership Machine Show, talking you through your membership website from initial idea all the way to finished product. Here's your host, Jonathan Denwood.
1: Welcome back, folks, to the Membership Machine Show. This is episode 47, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about the best online course building platforms for 2023, SaaS and WordPress-based. Also got some fantastic news. I've got a new co-host. I've got Car- Carmen Kendrick with me. The glamorous, the intelligent, the roller uh, roller dance champion. Um, <laughs> um, I, if I was if I tried roller dancing, I would just fall on my backside. Um, Carmen, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners, viewers? Give us a bit of a background of um, what you do during the week. And um, yeah, just give us a bit of info.
0: Yeah, sure. So again, my name is Carmen Kendrick. I'm currently um, the product marketing manager at LearnDash, which just means I handle all the marketing communications. So if you're getting emails, seeing social posts, ads, all that stuff, it's my mastermind behind. And then when I'm not doing LearnDash stuff, I am most likely roller skating. I'm still learning, so I'm not the champ just yet. And I really enjoy things like fashion and like home decor and of course, oh, sorry, of course, WordPress as well. So,
1: well, That's great. So um, what attracted you to accept my invite? You know, um, you know, well, before that, what, where do you think general the um, learning space is? Um, do you think the market's still growing, you know, people using their experience to build a business online?
0: Yes, I do. I think what's happening um, is that there are, of course, a lot of content creators, um, of course, popping up and everyone wants to create content. And they're relying on like, you know, the social media platforms to get monetized and they're waiting for all that to come through. And sometimes I think that they may not know like, hey, there's other ways to monetize what you're doing. Um, and so online learning is definitely one of those faces. I mean, it doesn't matter like what you teach it doesn't have to be purely educational in sense of like K through 12 education stuff, uh, but definitely whatever it is that you're doing, you can monetize through an online learning platform.
1: Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Right, before we go, we've got an extensive list that we're going to breeze through and try and give you some insight um, and give you the knowledge where you can choose maybe the right solution for yourself. But before we do that, I've got a couple of major messages from our sponsors of the show. We will be back in a few moments, folks.
0: Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses. Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPtonic, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. We're
1: coming back, folks. Just want to point out we've got some couple fantastic deals from the sponsors. Plus, we've got a curated list of the best WordPress plugin solutions. So, if you're looking to build your membership community website on WordPress, and I think you should be, uh, um, we say we've got a nice list for you, saving you a ton of time. So you do not have to trawl the internet to find the best solutions. They're all laid out there for you. What more could you ask for? To get these goodies, all you have to do is go over to wp-tonic.com slash deals, wp-tonic.com slash deals, and you find all the goodies there. Like I say, what more could you ask for? Well, you could ask for a lot more, but that's all you're going to get from that page. So, uh, um, sorry to disappoint. Uh, um, All right, uh, uh, but no, it's a great resource. So, Carmen, um, let's start off on our journey. Let's start off with with the web-based SaaS solutions. Let's start off with one of the bigger ones, Thinkific. Um, Been around a while. Um, What do you see as some of its strengths and weaknesses?
0: I think that because it is a SaaS company, they have a lot of advertising dollars. And so a lot of people, you know, you hear about things like Thinkific and, of course, um, Teachable, I think, is another competitor of theirs. And so it's very easy for someone to get on that platform. And, of course, they also have a lot of established creators and so, a lot of time those creators are telling their audiences, "Like, hey, if you want to sell your online course or your online store, sign up for Thinkific." So, that's my first thoughts there. So, I do think it is a um, good platform, even though I am, of course, I work at LearnDash. I think it is a great platform for people that just kind of are dipping their toe in, but they're also you have you if you want to grow on it as well. That's a uh, possibility as well.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think if you're looking. I think what you just said, you have just trying out the market. I think it's a good solution. Or you're adding it to an existing website and you're going to use it. You're going to have a two-website solution. Um, I know a lot of people do that. I think if you're going to build your entire business on it, um, I probably wouldn't look at Thinkific. Um, I think if you're going to go down the SaaS route, I think there is some probably some better solutions um, because you'll you'll be able to get the course and you'll be able to sell it. But in twenty twenty three, there is a lot more to monetizing your course, isn't it? There is the marketing side, there is the email side, there is a lot of extra services that you are going to have to bolt on, um, and you don't get that with Enkifik. Am I being too harsh, or do you do you follow yeah. what I am saying?
0: Yeah, I agree with that like a hundred percent. Um I wouldn't build my entire business on it. And then I'm just thinking about the type of person that would set something up like that. Maybe they are just trying it and they maybe have their main platform, maybe social media. And it's like, hey, let me just try creating an online course. But it's definitely not a platform that you would like build your business around. It's like a supplement thing that whatever you already have going on. So
1: right, yeah so let's go on to the next one um in the show notes there'll be a, a list of the um the pros and cons i think one of the major cons i think like this quickly go through the pros of it i've listed it's easy to use course builder a uh, powerful learning engagement tools native community features i don't quite know about that i haven't really delved into thinkific about its community features, so uh, I can't pass a comment on there. I have utilised it, but it was quite a while ago. Uh, powerful site builder. I would disagree with that I, when I have tried it out. I think it's okay, but I think it's limited, limited as well. Dedicated app store. Beginner-friendly pricing. Um, I think the pricing's okay, Um, it's definitely one of the better value SaaS solutions out there. Um, Cons, doesn't offer a mobile app. Fair due. Um, I personally think sometimes the app side functionality is overplayed because unless you've got a real, really, really strong community and you're offering a really lot of value, um, getting your getting your community app on somebody's phone isn't that easy. Um, So I think in some way that's overplayed and it doesn't handle EU that. Um, Well, that would be a major problem it? <laughs> if you're based in the UK. Well, not in the UK because it's not part of the EU, but it definitely has got that Um 20% actually in the UK. Um, So if you're based in the UK or based in Europe, that probably will be a problem. And the price is, like I say, 99 199 499 So it's one of the... Oh, there is a cheap... There's one of the ones we're going to be talking about. If I was going to go down the SAS route, I would choose. But we're going to be discussing that a bit later on. So on to the next one. Kajabi. What? So I was going to dive in, but... I'm gonna let you, Carmen, give your insight. What, what's your views of Kajabi?
0: So I think Kajabi is one of those things as well. <laughs> I hate to say this every single time, but the reason why I know about Kajabi is because there are people like the Amy Porterfields um, and other big names like that that use services like Kajabi, and I think they had a big influencer campaign to roll out the service. And its biggest highlight is that it's an all-in-one platform, which sounds very good for like someone that's beginner because it is something that you can build your entire business off of. However, what I tend to notice when things are all in one, it's not the best of each service. So it's just like you know, yes, you'll have a great website, but it's an email marketing capability uh, there so you can get in contact with your people. So. Overall, I still think it's a great beginner-friendly solution. However, um, we'll talk about this too, that it is pretty expensive to get started. So you definitely want to be making money as soon as you can if you sign up for it.
1: Yeah, I think it's a pretty slick platform. Um, I think its strengths are the opposite of Thinkific, and its weaknesses are the opposite of Thinkific, because it, like you say, it's all in one platform. Um mm-hmm. And the email marketing is effective, but if you become a module to a power user, um you're gonna be restricted. You can integrate it with external, more um, powerful email marketing platforms like active campaign, but you're paying you're paying a high price to use Kajabi, so you're probably gonna wanna use everything that it provides. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing um, that is a real strength of it is it's inbuilt pipelines where it gives you um, some um, templates um, uh, and gives you copy around some email sequences that you can send out and it gives you a, a Canva canvas interface where you can link different campaigns up it's not tremendously sophisticated, but it does give you those pipelines. And I think that attracts quite a few people. Would you agree?
0: Yeah, it does. I mean, it has everything that you need kind of built in. It's just that when you start getting, I guess, more advanced in your business and you really just want to scale things you do need systems that are made for the type of things you want to do. Like Active Campaign is really powerful. We even use it, um, of course, with LearnDash. And so, I don't think something like Kajabi would ever be able to reach that uh, that level of something like Active Campaign just for email marketing because it's made just for that task. So, I think as you scale, it may be harder to stay on a platform like Kajabi. But I think starting off, it works pretty good.
1: Yeah, I also yeah, they do provide a, a pretty good library of templates. The actual website builder, it's reasonably good, but I, I think compared to some of the offerings that you can get in the WordPress space, it's a little bit clunky. And the um there's whole third party um providers that provide whole libraries of um Kajabi themes. Um the actual themes, the bit of techie information here, the themes are actually built using Liquid. Liquid is a scripting language and it was um it's open source, but the main web platform that uses Liquid is Shopify. Mm-hmm. Um Shopify and Kajabi utilize this scripting language to actually build the actual themes. So if you want a full custom theme, it is possible, but you're gonna to have to um hire quite a quite an expensive developer. And it's not the most flexible um scripting language to build an actual custom theme on. So be um so there are limitations, but it I think they did an excellent job on The the, the people behind it, the two founders behind it. Really knew how to get kajabi established, and um, they um, really—they're the people that they got on board. The influencers and the business arrangement they did with these people—they did a fabulous um, launch of their product. I think you would agree with that, wouldn't you?
0: Yes, I do. Uh, They definitely had a really good influencer campaign to roll them out, so everybody like all the popular people in the Facebook groups, like, Hey, you should use this to build your online platform. And it's like people specifically selling to other people, like, Hey, this is how you start your online business. And you're, they are selling that tool to them. So uh, they picked up a lot of speed quickly when it came to um, onboarding new customers.
1: Now um, all the prices that I'm going to quote during the show, folks are all going to be the monthly. Um, Obviously you can get a better deal if you pay annually, but um it starts at a hundred and forty nine and it goes up to hundred and ninety nine. Um and then it goes up to three ninety nine. They're not ridiculously prices um prices. Um they have limitation on how many um active users you can have, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think the strengths I've listed uh, multiple course player themes, yet. Yeah. Powerful learning engagement tools. I've touched their uh, pipeline um, element. Um, Support coaching and podcasts. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say that was fantastic. Um, Native iOS, Android apps. Fair enough. Um, Website builder with blogging tool. I think compared to WordPress, I think it's inferior myself. Inbuilt Sales Funnel Builder, I've touched on, uh, email marketing tools, yep. Yeah. And excellent 24-7. Uh, other different things about that, but who knows. Uh, um, cons, no native support for certificates. I didn't actually know that. Actually, that that is a bit of a problem. Um,
0: yeah, I do not know that either. Um, I mean, that's the downfall of not really being a true online course. It's like an everything platform, so...
1: Yeah, and that's one of the problems of a SaaS um, is that if there's one thing that you, if you haven't really dived in and you started building your courses and then there's some functionality that they can't provide and they've got no interest ever in providing it, you're a bit stuck, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) That's a slight problem. And none of these SaaS plug platforms make it easy in any shape or form normally to get off them um because they don't want you to get off them so uh um on to the next one teachable um i think teachable i think you know obviously we've just talked about Kajabi and we just talked about thinkific i think teachable i see teachable is the middle ground in some ways but between Thinkific and Kajabi, um, I actually think it's, I, if I was, you look a lot, if I was that type of person that you've just that you outlined when you were talking about Thinkific, um, I probably would go with Teachable instead, but other people would have a different attitude. So what, what, what's your general views about Teachable? Uh, Because I'm sure in your discussions with your teams at, Learn Dash. you look at all these SaaS products to some yeah. extent. So what, what's your general view of Teachable?
0: Uh, every time I see Teachable being used, it's like a supplement to a platform that that person already has. So they could be an online fitness coach and they're using Teachable as their platform to for students to log in and take their courses. Um, so it's definitely not a something that you run your entire business off of is very specific to online courses. Um, The good thing about that, in a sense, is like when it's specific to online courses, like you're going to have those features that you need. So content creators and I guess um, educators, like maybe K through 12 educators, they have very different needs when it comes to their online course systems. And Teachable, like they can serve both of those audiences a lot of times versus something like Kajabi it's only going to really serve the content creator audience because educators, they don't have the features that an educator would need in their online course program. So I think that it's a nice in-between, but it's not a place where you build your entire business off of, unless your entire business is just online courses.
1: Yeah. I thought that was a fantastic summary. Uh, I think you were spot on there. Um, I don't know why I'm surprised. That's why I asked you to be my Uh, um, uh, co-host. So, um, so I've, what I kind of quickly listed was super easy to use, set up, powerful learning tools, which you mentioned. Ability to create one-on-one coaching. Um, that's the other factor. You know, the coaching. Can can you integrate Zoom? You no, know, Zoom recently have made it a bit more difficult to mm-hmm. initially get integrated. Um, there's some other solutions out there um, that. Um, that you can utilise for one-to-one or group um, coaching sessions where you've got a group and you're leading it as the main trainer. Um, um, like I say, I it's got a basic quiz. In t- One of the cons is it's got a very basic quiz, in, quiz building tool compared to what you can get in WordPress. Um And it's, like I say, most people use it as a a, a on-its-own course platform, which isn't part of their main website, because it has got a very limited site-building capacity. Um, And um, the fees, some of these don't add on a transaction fee. Others do, and that changes. Um, The pricing's not too bad the basic they've got a free but the free isn't exactly free um they every transaction they i think they put seven percent on so it's not exactly free um basic starts at 59 pros 159 um and then the next one up's 249 um not ridiculous but on to the next one now I'd be interested in your thoughts about Poder. So what do you think of Poder?
0: I think the same thing kind of Kajabi came out with. It really got hot within like content creators talking about it. And that's how they grew uh, their initial audience. And it does target more of that content creator type of audience, subject matter expert audience. Um, So that's you. I think that Podia definitely is a great option. Um, for you, and I say podia, there could be like different ways to say it as well.
1: Uh, Can but do you think- say you're, you're probably correct? I'm notorious <laughs> in my mispronunciation. I why I become a podcast host, I shall never know if I can't pronounce. So, how would you pronounce it?
0: <laughs> yeah, podia, but you know, it's kind of like gif and jif, so it's like you know, tomato, tomato, there. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> Fair but, yeah, I definitely think podia is more for that content creation type of person, it's not, um a tool that I would use to like really, if I was on a really educational type of um, online courses, I probably want to use a system like Podia. But if you're trying, you have an audience online, you want to monetize it. I think that it has the features that you need to, um, to get that done.
1: Yeah. My view of it, if I was going to go down the SaaS route, um, if I just couldn't be persuaded, persuaded to see the light, to see the WordPress light, Carmen, Um, if I, I was, (laughs) um, I would probably look at Poda, whatever it's called. Uh, um, and, uh, because, um, I think the I don't think it's as slick as Kajabi, but I think it's almost 90% there to some extent in its fundamental power. And, um, They've got all the features. It, I totally agree with you. It is, it is aimed at the entrepreneur creator that wants to monetize their content. Um, but I think, you know, c- considering it starts at $39 and then the next is up to 89 I think you're getting a lot of power there. Um, I I think, like, I... I what, I've listed the pros, super easy to use. Um, is I think they've really sorted out the UX usability of the backend. Have you ever used it?
0: I have initially and that was just crazy because I was definitely using WordPress at the time but it was kind of like a peer pressure thing which I talked about before everyone's like hey use Podia use Podia and I'm like okay let me do it I'm just like no let me just go back to WordPress so I have it's just that I'm just used to having control so it wasn't the best option for me.
1: No because it's that fine light would you agree that they you know if it's really catered for somebody that hasn't really got a lot of experience and that, but they're, the guidance, the flow that they um give is well sorted out. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah, not, a, and that's not a bad thing to anyone listening, like not a lot of experience. Um It's actually good for that. And it's also um somebody that had maybe have heard of a th- thinkific and a teachable, which is kind of more expensive. Podia allows you to get into that, same arena, but at a smaller price point. And then also um, with not having a bunch of experience either. So I'm not sure as it grows, like where everybody will stack up. I mean, will stack up when it comes to those like three platforms in particular, teachable, I think if it can Podia, uh, but definitely it's um, good for someone that's just brand new starting out, maybe not have a whole lot of experience. Um, but
1: yeah, they- <laughs> I, I see it kind of offering more than think if it can teachable Not quite as much as Kajabi, but almost. I see it. That's how I kind of rationalise it in my own mind. But who knows what goes on in my mind? There there (laughs) we go. Uh, It does handle EU VAT. I don't know if it handles UK, because UK... Decided to leave the party of the EU. Bonkers, if I say myself. Mm. Uh, um, you know, um, but there we go. Uh, ability to create community coaching inbuilt live. It's got inbuilt live chat widget. Wow. Um, offers free migrations. They do um, cons. Course builder lacks flexibility. Yeah, because it's really aimed at, at the beginner. Um, uh, yeah, it is weak. Um, lacks essential learning tools yes it's not aimed um at that particular market no doesn't offer a mobile app yeah um but i, I think people overemphasise that anyway but so but that's my that's my take on it so we move on carmen um it's um on this this journey um what are we doing at time? We'll probably cut out one, but let's let's yeah, let's end with this one, Mighty Networks. because um, I'm getting bored of talking about these sasses.
0: <laughs> They're all blending in together. <laughs> well, they do
1: a bit, don't they? They all do a bit, don't they? Uh, um um so, but I didn't want this show to, to be totally about WordPress. I I want it we look at the broad selection of tools. And do you now we got our we all got our biases. I'm pretty upfront. I'm, I'm into WordPress, but I think you've got to look at the SaaS and the whole marketplace and give somewhat reasonably unbiased advice, Um best you can. Uh, um, so let's finish off with Mighty Networks. Now Mighty Networks is a bit different to all those that we have listed previously, listeners and viewers. Because it's really it's it's history. It's one of the first social networks that tried to get established before Facebook, Twitter. Um it actually built uh, a social network that was getting traction and then it started to decline. The founders had a load of money. So they did a pivot and they got into um building a community focused membership platform. And that's what they've concentrated on. Um, So it's more about community focus. First of all, would you agree with that? And secondly, um, how would you, if you were trying to explain why Mighty Networks is a bit different to some of the other um, products that we've discussed, how would you do it, Carmen?
0: Yes. I think the easiest way is if you were to look at, you have a social media following and you want to give things that's specific to them, but they're actually paying to be a part of that community. Um, That's the easiest way to put it. It's just like your own social platform that people pay to be a part of with the different benefits that you offer, which is a little bit different than like the ones we've just talked about um, because it's not really focused on the online course. I'm not sure if Mighty Networks offers that feature, but I'm sure if they probably will in the future, but again, it won't be as robust as other options because it's really centered around a community, a paid community, I should say.
1: Yeah, uh, I might um, Kajabi uh I think six, seven months ago bought a startup because they're implementing um community in their own platform. And then there um there's another competitor called Circle. That's the other main SaaS competitor um, to Mighty Networks, but um, I think if you if you're going down the um, the problem the problem is that a lot of people when they're going down this community thing they're they're obsessed about having an app in my uh, and um, the problem with Mighty Networks is that um it starts at 39 dollars, which seems very reasonable but you don't get the app functionality you've got to go up to business which is about 119 you do get the app but it has mighty networks branding all over it um you've got to go up to mighty pro price um to get your own custom app um and you've got to talk to them sweetly to find out what the price is for that oh. i've had a few people give me some idea about what they're charging for that and it uh it, i think you need to be sitting down before you, they tell you um it's got no quiz building tool the web, the website builder is a bit clunky in my opinion um so and I think Kajabi's gunning for them. I think they're trying to get stuff up there. Um, so um, so before we go for our break, if you had some relative or friend and they just, I, yeah, you might have to say goodbye to them as a friend if they just wouldn't look at WordPress. But let say for some reason they're still a friend, but they just don't want to use WordPress, and they wanted to. Do, which one of this? What do you recommend?
0: Oh, that's so tough. Well, if they are truly wanting to offer an online course, I would probably say uh, either Thinkific or Teachable. Um, I would not, I just do not like the idea of Kajabi being all in one. Um, And so at least if they just have their online course on like a Thinkific or Teachable, it gives them options in the future. Um, And then Podia maybe as a third option, but if it's truly an online course, then I would say Thinkific or Teachable, and it's just like really price point and which one you like at that point.
1: Yeah, I follow what you're saying. I would, um, if you've got an existing website, probably go Thinkific, Learnable. Um, If you haven't got a website, i will probably go with Podio. Um, And if... (laughs) Money doesn't mean anything, um, and look at Kajabi, but um, that's how I would rationalize it. If you're in the building a community, let's say you built a community on Facebook or this, um, um Slack, whatever, Discord, um, have a look at Mighty Networks. But I'm not an enormous fan of Mighty Networks, all right, then. We're going to go for a middle break, folks. Um, we will be back with more insights in a couple of moments, folks. Back soon. This podcast episode is brought to you by Lifter LMS, the leading learning management system solution for WordPress. If you or your client are creating any kind of online course, training-based membership website, or any type of e-learning project, Lifter LMS is the most secure, stable, well supported solution on the market. Go to lifterlms.com and save 20% at checkout with coupon code podcast20. That's podcast20. Enjoy the rest of your show. Coming back, folks. Just want to point out that if you're looking to um, a WordPress great solution um, and a hosting solution, why don't you have a look at WP Tonic? Um, Basically, we offer great hosting that's really optimized for um, membership and community, plus a really extensive list of functionality and quality plugins, all in one price. And you also get great personal service from me and from my team. So if that sounds interesting, go over to WP Tonic. So let's go into... The second after the show, um, so <laughs> let's start. Let's start with something you don't know about. Uh, um, let, <laughs> let's start with Learn Dash. So, what what do you see are the strengths and weaknesses of Learn Dash? Um, this is going to be a hard one. The weakness? There are no weaknesses, Jonathan. But there we go. Yeah,
0: um, Learn Dash. Yeah, that's a that's I a I don't even know where to start. That's so funny. <laughs> I think, of course, online courses is definitely LearnDash's strong suit over everything. Um, It is geared towards someone that wants to either like do like a subject matter expert. They're teaching, I don't know, a basket weaving course and they don't need advanced things like quizzes or maybe certificates. But it does have the option all the way to maybe even a college university that may want to train their staff. Like LearnDash can be used by all these different audiences The tough thing about that is just because there's so many use cases, it makes it kind of tough. I don't want to say for support, but just to figure out like what you're doing, if you're doing it on your own. Um, And so sometimes you may need to hire a developer, somebody that's well versed in it to get it off the ground. But there are options that, you know, like Learn-Cloud, Dash for example, that try to make it a little bit easier uh, for you to get into it. And then because I just have all this insider knowledge, (laughs) we just released a product called Member-Dash. So, LearnDash did have some membership capabilities built in, but it wasn't expansive, like maybe like a member press or something. And so, MemberDash does give people that opportunity as well. It does not have to be used with LearnDash, um, it could be either or. You can use both together, but it's definitely growing as a product to offer um, different options to different people, no matter what their needs are. So,
1: yeah. So, what was, you know, i me asking, was there, I suppose, was there a debate about you know you build you built this secondary product for the membership side of it? Was there a discussion about you should combine combine it natively with learn Dash and not offer it as a separate product? Was there a bit of a discussion about that?
0: Yeah, there was. What it ultimately came down to is that um, everyone may not be ready to offer an online course, but there's so many people that are offering content and they just want to get paid just for the content itself. And so, it gave people a way into the Learn Dash brand. Maybe they're ready in the future to create an online course, but Member Dash as a separate product gave those people a way in. that didn't have to feel like they needed to create an online course. So, it's good for us as a business because we open up a new market. But it's also good for the creator that isn't ready for that um, that next step of creating an online course for their um, their content.
1: Yep. Yeah, uh, well, so what's my view of Learn Dash? Well, LearnDash is one of the more established um, learning management um, plugins. Um, it was one of the first to market with a serious solution that was offered in the WordPress space. Um, its founder, um, I have interviewed a couple of times, um, they had roots, him and the the and, it was a couple that started it, basically. They had quite considerable roots in, in the corporate lear, um, e-learning space, training space. And because of those roots and its history, um, it built up a following in the um, university, in the corporate, and in in the individual coaching space. Um, it's got a really nice interface um, that... that Carmen's just mentioned about the membership product um, that did cause a bit of confusion because they did build um, some uh, membership purchasing functionality in the core plugin but it wasn't that extensive and it did cause a little bit confusion Um, I think it's quiz engine it's it's quite impressive and, and it does certificates and it, it has a very large um, Facebook group, which I'm reasonably active when I have an, enough time to contribute. Contribute is the right word. <laughs> uh, um, are, um, um, and it's well established, and it's a serious player, and it's um, and it's one of the um, partners. It does they do offer their own hosting solution? But they're not too aggressive, you know. Um, we are. I see myself as a partner, there's plenty for everybody in, in the space. Um, it's obviously the pricing for one site license 199 but that's for the year. Yeah, obviously, you've got to get the hosting. And, um, I think one of, I was going to actually say something, but we can cover that in the next choice in the WordPress space. So, um, just to finish off with my critique, I think there's about four major um, solutions that I would look at. We, um, we pushed LearnDash and two others. Um, so, I would always say LearnDash is one of, one of the main players if you're looking um, to build a membership um call space business on WordPress. What what's your response to my critique?
0: No, I think it's fair. I don't think there's anything um, that's off about it. it. We still get like a lot of questions about hey, what's the difference between Member Dash and Learn Dash? Do I need both? And you know, Learn Dash being the actual brand on the site, um, it's also confusing to people. So we're definitely working through some of those issues, but it does show that we are trying to adapt to the market and its different needs.
1: Right on to the next one. Access, you, know, you might pronounce this differently because I've access Ally, ally, access ally.
0: I thought it was Ally at first, too. Allie. it's like access ally, like an ally as a friend. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so yeah, I've struggled and it's not, I'm not doing it. Um, access ally, um, a all embracing salute plug in solution that not only does similar things to LearnDash, but it also um, integrates marketing automation and email. Um, you you need a email sending out service that will work with it. So you need something, um, and the, to some extent, that's the same with LearnDash, wh- where it. Where uh, administrative type email, depending on your um, hosting provider, um, it probably will be able to deal with sending out the transactional email that learn dash like somebody finishes a course or when somebody signs up for a course. Um, when it comes to Access Ally. Um, it also deals with the uh, marketing side of it and marketing automation side, all all bundled. Now, the founder of it is one of the smartest women, one of the smartest women, and her husband. Um, but um, she's one of the smartest individuals that I've met. Um, but I I can't I can't recommend the plugin because. Um, it's uh, all what I call all-embracing wall garden WordPress solution, and that was done at, and it was developed at a time where there wasn't any really quality marketing automation solutions in the WordPress space. That um, that has dramatically changed with systems like Fluent CRM and other um other um plugin solutions so um I see access ally as a bit of a wall guard, and that tries is that for understandable and historical reasons attempts to do too much in one plugin What's your position on that and what 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 would you say about what I've just said
0: I agree um I know that people look at it from a cost perspective. It is easier and cost friendly to have everything all in one, but it also it can weigh down your site um, or like the just a core plugin just makes it just way too much going on in there. And then at the same time, like there's features or there's programs or plugins that do that thing specifically when it comes down to marketing automation and CRMs. And they're going to always be much better than whatever is actually inside that plugin because you have developers trying to put online courses and a CRM together. And it's never going to be like, just focus on one thing. So I do see the ease of it. It's kind of like, what was a good example of that? Like a Podia Kajabi type of thing, but in like the WordPress space, kind of combining multiple things together. Uh, But long-term, I don't always think that's a great idea.
1: No, I, I, and it, it's just difficult because i admire the founders a lot but um like i say um they, and that, which we which isn't i don't think it's listed though no, it's not listed it, another um plugin solution that attempted but even pushed it even further was fry themes um they're still very active But that has even more, because it has its own page builder actually integrated with it. Um, It even went even a further step than Access Ally, um, which, but they're the two in the WordPress space that attempted to build a quasar um, walled garden, as I call it. and I, I just think it's a bridge too far, really. Um, it, there's a fine line between um, trying to be a sass in WordPress. And if you're trying to be a SaaS in WordPress, in some ways, you might be better off going to Kajabi. Um, um, to me, that that's going a bit too far. But that's my personal take on it. Other people would disagree. And I'm fine with that. Um uh, Let's go on to the next one. Um, I'm sure you. I'm sure this is discussed in the in Learn Dash Tutor <laughs> um, LMS. Um, it's been growing. Um, I think when it comes to interface design, they've done an excellent job. Um, one of the strange factors of of building your business in the WordPress. Platform is that some of the ways that you judge a uh, plugin is not purely on its own functionality, but its relationships and integrations with other key, other key plugins, mm-hmm. in and its community and its support. So, um, but I I don't see it as still as a main player but I think um it's definitely um nipping at nipping at the heels of Learn Dash and some of the other players a little bit so um I'm gonna just turn it over to you and see what your thoughts are on Tutor LMS.
0: Yes so Tutor LMS reminds me of how we talked about Podia being like a runner-up to Teachable and Thinkific Um, It has an established player to market, which are like your LearnDash and Lifter LMS uh, plugins um, that you have an audience, but they have a free option, which, you know, more people are going to be able to sign up for that. It's free. You can test it out without having to invest anything in it. Um, And it's just like just an easier way to get into it. So I think they definitely capture that audience, um, in, a, in a way, in the kind of similar to Podia, where it's like, hey, I don't really want to pay as, as much to go on Thinkific or Teachable, but it still allows me to just get in the game. So I think they do have a really nice interface. Um, I'll be so glad when we can update our interface to look a little bit, you know, more modern as well. But I think that is a, a great selling point for me. And um, yeah, so that's, all I guess, all I have to say about um, Tutor LMS.
1: Yeah, I, I think you have being quite fair there actually, because if somebody said to me I'm using Tudor, I wouldn't say, Oh no. No, you've made a terrible mistake. I, I wouldn't say that. I I um I I wouldn't recommend it, but I wouldn't say it's a terrible mistake. I think they do offer a free um product. Um I think the next one we're going to discuss, it's free product offers a lot more um in some ways, but it um but it's got a more more modern interface than Learn Dash or Lyfter LMS in some ways. So let's go on to um the the biggest competitor to probably Learn Dash in the LMS field. Um and I would say the second most established. I would say LearnDash is a lot bigger, but um, because it was first to market, really with a serious solution. So I'm talking about Lifter LMS. So I'm not going to say so. I'm just going to I'm just going to send it to you and see what you say. What do you see as some of the strengths and weaknesses of Lifter LMS and Carmen?
0: Honestly, I don't. I I really say that LearnDash and Lifter LMS are very close when it comes to the product. And it almost just, it comes down to just brand recognition um, and just people, it's kind of like a teachable and a thinkific thing. Like they are both great solutions. It's just more of a preference is what it comes down to. Um, So of course, Lifter and LearnDash are the most um, established players. And so I wouldn't say it's like a big difference. I haven't had a really a big chance. I've probably used Lyft or maybe like once or twice. So I can't remember any key differences. But from what I do remember, it's pretty close to what Learn Dash has. It's kind of just right below, but not like a subpar solution.
1: Yeah. Um I, that's what I would say. So I'm constantly asked, should I use Lyft LMS or should learn Learn Dash? And this is my take on it. I think when it comes to functionality they've got they're very similar um in truth I think there are some differences I think the free product um offers a lot um but to actually sell the course you got to have you got to buy an add-on um they provide a stripe add-on for about $120 um that um is actually going to be cheaper than going with Tutor because you to buy a one-site license it's going to cost you $199. So, and they offer quite a lot of functionality in the free product. Um, Learn Dash never offered a free product, and um I totally understand why. Uh, um, um the then they offer they offer bundles. Now I think, for historical reasons, based on the founders of both plugins, I think the Lifter um, community, because of the historical background, was different to the LearnDash. Um, they, obviously, this isn't totally correct because there's that the, these are only kind of buckets, and they overflow into. Is that the lifter LMS really seemed to have its historical background with the individual entrepreneur? Where LearnDash seemed to have more stab. LearnDash is utilised by individual entrepreneurs as well, but its historical um, SEO online identity seemed to be also based in the prof- in the university, in the corporate educational. In the more professional market, where the Lift LMS, its historical background was in the individual entrepreneur, um, and it's, um, I think one of the things that Lift LMS has been very effective on and, and is true is its community support that it offers. It does offer. You do have to buy the um, the bundle prop, Products they they do uh, where they offer their add-ons at certain different levels. Um, I think one of the problems with Lift the LMS is that I don't think its pricing structures been really coherent because, and I think they offered they're trying to change that. Because recently they offered a, a, what they call their Earth bundle, which starts one hundred ninety nine. I think before that, there was an enormous, um, there still is, because the next one up is Universal at $360 Mm -hmm. per year. But then they've got this Infinity bundle, which is $1,200, right? Um, But what you get access to all these add ons for the 1200 but what you're really getting is getting access to a lot of online training and community-based support um as part of that one 1200 like group zooms which um and a lot of other um access to support um but I think the pricing, I think one of the problems with Lifter is the pricing structure in a way, um, in my opinion. I don't know if you want to comment on that or you feel that you just want us to move on to something else.
0: Oh, no, I just, uh, it made me think when I first, before I was even at Learn Dash or anything, and I was looking for an online course solution and I went to Lifter, it was very confusing to me as far as like what I actually needed because of all those different add-ons. Uh Learn Dash for a while did not have any paid add-ons. Now we've recently got paid add-ons. And I can definitely see there's a difference in like how Learn dash add-ons and how uh Lifter, because it's if you're new to the product, it can be confusing when you go over to that pricing page trying to figure out, well, do I actually need this? And then you buy the biggest one because you we tend to go the options like, hey, let me just get everything, and you may not use half of those things in there. So that's the only piece um, that they could probably clean up is the pricing plans, but that's hard work to figure out how to undo that.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying right or wrong. Um, I, I, I think there's a lot of gray here, so um, I'm a personal friend to the to one of the founders, and I know um, and I know people in the um learn dash and uh, um I think the team behind learn dash and the team behind lifter LMS are excellent people. Um um so um which is one of the great things but one of the great things is the quality of people in the WordPress space. So so let's move on. Let's move on to Buddy Boss. I'm just gonna throw it. What's how do you explain Buddy Boss? And what, what's your thoughts around Buddy Boss?
0: Buddy Boss is like the mighty networks in the SaaS compared to online core solutions. And Buddy Boss, if you do want to offer online core solutions, you still need something like Lifter or LearnNash. I'm not sure if it integrates with Tutor to make that happen, but it's all about building your own community and like it's little your own little Facebook, um, in a sense. So yeah, that's how I would describe Buddy Boss. Yeah, I've
1: got, a lo- I've got a love hate relationship with Buddy Boss and with the founders of it as well. I love it, but I also it causes me to lose a little bit more of my hair trying to that's explain it. explain the reality of Buddy Boss. And in some ways, I've given up. So, um, and it's this, folks. Buddy Boss offers a lot of functionality for the price. One website is two hundred and twenty-eight for the year. That's a mate for what you're getting. That's quite a lot you're getting for that price. We offer it as part of our hosting package. Now, it doesn't come with a membership. Um, you can use Learn Dash or Lifter, um, but I would recommend that you use it with Learn Dash. Because if you they they offer a website solution and they offer an app um, solution. That comes from Buddy Boss. If you want to bolt on the app solution, it you, will you only really work with Learn Dash um, without some customization. You can get it to work with Lifter, but you'll probably be better off going down the Learn Dash route, right? The problem with Buddy Boss. Is they decided to have functionality inbuilt because it comes in two bits. It comes with the plugin and it comes with a theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and bless their little hearts, they decided. I've always, I think, the plugin is free and the theme you have to pay for. That's what you get. You get both, but you can get the plugin. And not pay out $228. I'm, I, I think I'm right about that because I get a bit confused myself. Yeah. Um, but the problem is, folks, is that you go to the Buddy Boss website and you go to the demo website. Number one problem is that if you install Buddy Boss, it looks nothing like that demo site. Right? Nothing like it. Right? Second problem is that they've put functionality not only in the plugin, but in the theme. And if you go to their website and they have extensive documentation, they do. They use very, um, I've got to be very careful, very precise language that's been obviously written many times. Uh, um, you can utilize a third-party theme on it. But that you will if you do that, um you it will uh, might affect some key functionality of how the website actually works. So what they're really saying to you is you've got to really use our theme and you really got to use the plugin. And if you want to do any customization, use Allimator or or use something else. Um, it's messy in other words. It's messy. Um doesn't mean you shouldn't use it because what you're getting for the money. Um and the other thing is you really, really need decent hosting. This this yeah. this will utilize. this is the same this is the same server functionality of a medium sized WooCommerce solution in its server needs. And it soon um so be aware that it, you 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 will use it with dash and it's a bit of a beast. So, what do you think of what I've just said there, Carmen?
0: It's all true. I mean, I had I used it with one client. You're so true or so right about the hosting thing because I had a client use HostGator <laughs> with it, <laughs> and man, it was it was terrible. I was trying to get them to switch um over, but sorry, no. but was yeah. that
1: Buddy boss?
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> talking about us. Please stop. And we love you, buddy, boss. Like over at Learn Ash, we love you guys. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree with a lot that you said there. There's nothing that's off about that. You definitely have to. You don't have to use your theme, but it's recommended that you use your theme if you look at that functionality. Can you
1: imagine? Like, I, I have to try and explain this to somebody that does that's new to WordPress. So I. I I attempted to be honest and go, I'm not being dishonest, but I've learned that um, that there's only so far that I can go, really, because otherwise I can see people just glazing over in front of me (laughs) as I try and explain what Buddy Boss had built. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry yeah. to interrupt, call. Because... No, no, no,
0: you're fine. I mean, it's all true. It's it's a lot, um, and then a lot of times, what happens is we even with LearnDash and Buddy Boss, because there's so much functionality being put together. Um, sometimes Buddy Boss will release something that messes something up in LearnDash and vice versa, but we do have a really great r- relationship with the founders um, at Buddy Boss, so we try to make sure things are updated, but it can get tricky especially since you're having to it's not built in with online courses or memberships, you have to add that piece to it, so it's like if you're building a site like that, you almost need to have like, you know, like WP Tonic or like a, an agency helping you out with that.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a beast, but you know, I think the other thing that people, I think we're going to jump the the last one because I, I, I we've got to the hour and you got better things to do. So I think we yeah. just do, uh, we just come to our final thoughts. Um, so um, I think, but but you know, I think the other thing with these community websites is building your. I always advise people. Build, you know, build your first course. Get your first minimum viable course out. You're going to learn a lot from your students. Um, do not attempt to build a community website straight off unless you already got a got a community and, and you got some experience about building a course because you're just piling on too much too quickly um, because... Building a course and also building a community at the same time is not a small endeavour, is it? No,
0: not at all.
1: And I think people just miss un- – it's great to have ambition. Um, I love ambitious people. Um, they're normally fun people. Uh, um, but you you also got to know don't bite off too much too quick, don't you?
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot. So it's like take one step at a time, <laughs>
1: definitely. Because so, I, I just don't think they understand is that you're doubling the amount of work that you are going to have to put into the website if you're managing a course plus a community-focused site. They, they just don't understand the amount of extra work, do they?
0: Yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah, because I'm in the process of doing something similar myself, and it's such a huge undertaking trying to, you know, build out that community piece and build out the course. But it's kind of like you need the community. (laughs) So that way, when you put the course out there, you got people that's, you know, ready to actually buy it. So it's a fine line to walk, definitely.
1: Yeah, I I think, yeah, I I do understand because I just think, I think... Your best to try and build it uh, some community on facebook on slack on on some other platforms and then um build your first course and then have the flexibility which you get with WordPress is that you could build something on if you're planning on that um route yeah. we suggest that you do it with learn Dash because then you can bolt on um you know, you've got the ability to add Buddy Boss on, or but you know, um, it is a difficult one because I see where you're coming from. Because part of having a successful membership website in 2023 is building community, isn't it? So it is a tricky one, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you kind of need both, right? right yeah. so Carmen. It's not been too nerve-wracking, hasn't it? It's, it's flowed yeah, it was, reasonably well, hasn't it, Carmen?
0: It went really well. I really enjoyed a lot of good information. Um, and, of course, I understood all these different um, solutions out there, but really understanding, like, who they're actually for is something I hadn't really thought about until we really start discussing it. So this was yeah. good.
1: So, Carmen, what's the best way for people to learn more about you, your faults, and your roller, your roller dancing
0: yeah, so I'm most active on Twitter. Well, I'm not even as active as I used to be. I also started back school, so I have a lot going on. Yes, I am an art student um, here at Georgia State University now. Again, so here I am. But um, I'm on Instagram as well. Um, all of my handles um, are I am Carmen K. Um, so Instagram and Twitter is when I do post where you'll find me. But I'm not gonna lie, I'm very busy in between hobbies, work, <laughs> and going back to school.
1: All right, a busy lady, but thank you for agreeing to do this podcast. But I said to Carmen that I would do most of the heavy lifting, she could come in and just be the, just provide her intelligence and knowledge. So it should be a good combination. Um, we will be back next week with a, another um, more knowledge about building a membership website for yourself and for your family and building a successful online business which is totally achievable. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Thanks for
0: listening to the Membership Machine Show. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and leave a rating to support the show. Until next time.